Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back to RDH Podcasts. My name is Jackie Sanders. I am the chief editor of RDH, and today I am hanging out with my friend, Alyssa Delgado. Hello, Alyssa. So good to be here. You know, it's really kind of fun to do these podcasts where I actually get to sit next to the person I'm talking to. Usually, you know, it's over the face of the computer. I know. Oh, in person is so much better. (laughs) No, we can touch and hold hands and laugh and smile and everything. So we actually met two years ago at RDH Evolution. Yes. And since then, um, let's see what all I can think of. Since then, you've spoken at Under One Roof. I have. Yeah. You recently did an RDH extended, or an Under One Roof extended, excuse me, yeah. on anesthesia that just blew me away. Thank you. Yeah. I Thank was, you. I mean, I actually got to monitor that that course and... It was like I just couldn't get enough of it. Well, thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate for, that. Yeah, for our listeners, if if you're needing to touch up on anesthetic, the presentation is CE worthy. It was recorded. It is just a fantastic course on all the ins and outs and everything of anesthetic. Yeah, I think for me, it's such a passion of mine. And I think that's like palpable when you yeah. are taking a course from someone who's so passionate about that subject, it makes you like more intrigued and into it, you yeah. know, than just kind of the same old thing. So well, I, I sat there and thought, I wish that you would have taught me anesthetic because it probably would have <laughs> been a lot more fun. Right. Not terrifying <laughs> yeah. your hands shaking. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've been talking, uh, we're hanging out here today at Dental Hygiene Seminars. And we were just talking and your career path is kind of, or your next passion is starting to erupt. And from your own mental challenges through life, you are coming full circle and shining. And now you're going to start speaking on a new topic. Tell me how that all happened. Yeah. Kind of throughout dental hygiene school, it's obviously a very tough time in an individual's life. Mm -hmm. You're young, you're learning coping skills yourself. So it's a very like turbulent time. And I was definitely high on the anxiety, high on depression, you know, scale in hygiene school. It's just a really tough time. And that kind of just has lingered throughout um, my life. I've had ups and downs, but it's something that I've worked on and very open about. I have a therapist that I see And so now as I'm in the role of an educator, I'm really trying to kind of turn around, extend my hand to my students and be like, you know what? It's okay. I wish I had someone when I was in school to say, it's okay to go talk to a therapist. It's okay to learn different coping skills. It's okay to have anxiety, but now how do you deal with it? And so I'm really trying to like bring others along this journey. And so that it doesn't feel so isolating and alone because that's the worst feeling when you're dealing with, when you're in your own head is feeling yeah. isolated and alone. Well, and I think that's something 
we've we've talked about today is is you know as I've already said we're here with these students taking their boards getting ready to graduate and they're used to being in that circle of tight student companionship mm-hmm. supports and then all of a sudden they're out there by themselves exactly and I mean talk about the worst stress and anxiety of a human being's life is boards, you know, national boards. (laughs) So it really, I mean, it's like a mental warfare, but then you get the relief of passing your national boards and then you're thrown into this professional setting in an office and you just feel almost like discombobulated. You don't know like where to grasp. You need a good solid foundation to kind of build off of. So tell me a little bit about the basis of your course. Also, you just shared with me, you've also become a trauma-informed care provider. Yeah. That's that's some interesting stuff. Tell me about this. Very, very interesting. You know, again, through my own journey with mental health, I feel like I've definitely connected even with my patients in different unique ways Mm -hmm. on their struggles too. Sometimes it comes up naturally. Sometimes you're you know, just noticing that your patient's just kind of off. Yeah. And so my school that I teach at actually offered this course of becoming a trauma-informed care practitioner, and it was for any field. So I was in a class with nurses, social work, um, a whole bunch of different professions. And you walked through three weeks of kind of content learning about it. One of the things that just blew me away but actually didn't surprise me (laughs) (laughs) Kind of a conundrum there, but they said that 70% of people have experienced a traumatic event at some point in their life. So if you're seeing 10 patients a day, which is, you know, overachiever there, but that's seven of our 10 patients that have experienced a traumatic event. So it makes sense for us to become trauma informed so that we're providing that service because everybody's walking around with a story. Sure. And, I, and probably even more so the trauma that, that COVID caused a lot of people, mm-hmm. the, the loneliness and the alone. And, and then now what I'm even finding and hearing is people got so used to being alone. Now they get the anxiety getting yes. back out amongst people. Absolutely. You know? And uh, so kudos to you for recognizing yeah. that and, and taking your clinical skills up a notch. Exactly. And I think, you know, if we... We are healthcare practitioners in dentistry. We've shouted that from the rooftops. I think every hygienist (laughs) knows I do more than just scale a tooth. Yeah. But man, if we can become those beacons for people, you know, people that are dealing with mental health struggles, it takes a lot for them to even show up. And maybe that dental appointment was made six months ago and maybe they showed up, but to actually like be that healthcare provider that can help connect them to resources. You're not a trained therapist. You're not a counselor. You, you know, don't have to know everything, but if you can be that guide and someone that they can talk to and listen to and share information, refer them to the right provider, it makes such a big difference. And we can be a part of that team. So we really didn't talk about this, but are there like specific questions that you can add onto a health history or is this more a verbal communication between you and the patient when they first get there? Yeah. So it was really interesting throughout my course for this trauma informed care practitioner, 
they had a couple different resources of you can put an anxiety scale in on your, you know, questionnaire, or you can do it separately. Like on a once a year is an optional thing for patients. There's a couple different forms, even if you go to like traumatic events and and that sort of thing, if you want to kind of delve into being like a trauma informed office, you can have a survey where you're kind of surveying patients and then responding or reacting in different ways towards that patients based on that. So, you know, there's a lot of actually researched questionnaires and easy scales mm-hmm. that you can absolutely implement into a practice, yeah. which I think is amazing. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. It's yeah. out there. And, you know, we, we've got Hygienist saying, you know, I can't add one more thing to Mm -hmm. my schedule, but this is something that is so easy to add and it doesn't take any extra time and it might actually make the appointment time easier for the patient and for yourself if you actually know where their headspace is on that day. Absolutely. And I feel like some of this stuff comes naturally as we're doing this small talk. Uh It's just kind of being a little bit more intentional about the topics that we talk about with our patients because we want to build rapport. Like that is inherently a part of our job. And I I understand the like, oh my gosh, add one more thing. But we're already kind of talking. We don't, we're not just robots getting in there and scaling and getting out. We're talking with our patient. And so some of this stuff just comes up naturally and then can kind of be guided in different ways to kind of help these patients. So, of course, as always, 10 minutes goes way too fast. Doesn't it? <laughs> and, and we were like, what are we going to talk about? And look at us. We found plenty to talk about. <laughs> so if we have a listener here that has more questions or is curious about this, is there some way they can get in touch with you? Yeah. Email or website or give me some information. Absolutely. Here. Absolutely. The easiest way to find me is on Instagram. That's where okay. I would say I'm most active. So my Instagram is at Mrs. Alyssa RDH. So M-R-S-A-L-Y-S-S-A-R-D-H. But I'm also on LinkedIn. So Alyssa Delgado, I'm on LinkedIn. That's another easy way to get in contact with me. And I try on social media to share different resources and classes and courses. There's mental health first aid that you can become a part of and get certified in. So there's so many resources out there. Don't feel like you have to reinvent the wheel. It's definitely out there. Yeah. And, you know, for our listeners, this may not always be about your patient. This may be for you as well. If you're having some challenges mentally, if you need some assistance, uh, know that you're not alone. And this is a common position for some hygienists. Um, 100%. We are, yeah, we are just perfectionists. We're caregivers. We always take care of everybody else first and ourselves last. So once in a while, find time to put yourself first. Absolutely. Self-care is a huge, huge thing. So be intentional about that. Thank you. Before we wrap up, do you have any closing remarks for our listeners or are we good? Well, one other good um, recommendation that I'll have is I'm reading a really good book right now. It's called The Pivot Year. It's by um, Brianna West or Weist. And it is super easy read. It, you read one page a day, but it's really inspirational. And sometimes when you're in that rut and you just aren't feeling good, but you can read one page a day, it just kind of lifts your spirits and tells you what you need to hear that day. Like that. Yeah. I like that. Well, this was a surprise. I didn't realize I was going to be seeing you today. Yeah, I know. But, you know, this is fantastic. We haven't seen each other for a while. So 
The hugs were great. Sharing a smile was great. I'm glad we got to jump on a podcast together. Thank you. You're very, very welcome. And to all of our listeners, thank you for spending this time with Alyssa and I. We both wish you all a great day. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time.